just like you, Jesus. I want to pray like you. want to love like you. I want to look like you, just like you, Jesus. Welcome to Magnified Word Broadcast with Bishop Chris Quinston Addo, a son of the prophet, Darkie Wood Mills. Teaching the nations with signs, wonders, and prophetic manifestations, He's currently the senior pastor of the Captain of Salvation Cathedral, Kaswa Nyinyano Kokraba. Now on today's message. To you, I pray that today's message will be a blessing to your people. Let none of us leave your presence the same. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen. How many enjoyed this mother's message from our first lady let's clap in honor of him once again hallelujah those who are clapping may you have a gift from God amen Romans chapter 13 verse 7 Romans 13 7 Bible says render therefore to all their dues tribute to whom tribute is due Custom to whom custom, fear to whom fear, and honor to whom honor. Let me read it again. Romans chapter 13 verse 7. Render therefore to all their dues. Tribute to whom tribute is due. Custom to whom custom is due. Fear to whom fear is due and honor to whom honor is due. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk about honor relationships. It's actually one of the subjects in our father's, one of our father's books on loyalty. I don't think it's here, but it's called Those Who Honor You. You know, as we, and I'm dedicating this message to all mothers. You know, yeah, yeah, I was just reading Rick Joyner's book some time ago and I was shocked that he said when he went to heaven, Jesus showed him something. And Jesus said, those who honor fathers and do not honor mothers, their fruit does not live long. This second service, I'm going to go into that. But this first service, I'm also going to this. I see, their fruit does not live long on earth. And I was shocked. Because we are good at honoring fathers. But we leave out the mothers. And you know, most of us men, if we'll be honest with ourselves, we usually feel we are the main people. And the women are, I mean, they are something. But today I want to address this. It's a balance. I'm not saying that the man is not the head. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that God in his own wisdom expects us to honor our mothers also. Hallelujah. And you know, in this book, which I am going to be sharing with us, just mention seven and then emphasize on one. We want to look at how important it is to relationships because some of us we are not good at relating Reverend what do you think 
most people don't relate well. Some of you, you only relate with your friend who likes you. By any other person, it's difficult. In life, there are, it is important to honor. To say, Bia, ubi ya wadanfo. Now, if I need your manner, at a point, you know, you don't like him, you don't respect him. It's important. But there are some relationships that you cannot take for granted. If you have a brother or a sister and you don't really honor him or her much, it doesn't really matter. I don't think your brother will say from today, I refuse to be called your surname. I refuse to call you my brother. It doesn't really happen. Just say, Abia, there are some things that if you want for your brother, he will not be able to give it to you because you have not respected him much. But there are some relationships that if you do not honor, it will cost you and it will cost your life. And those are the relationships I want to talk about this morning. So I'm listing them and then we'll go into it. Number one. The first relationship you must honor is... Honor the Father in heaven. Honor the Father in heaven. And interestingly, eh? Honor, honor, honor actually brings life. In the Bible, see, Yankee Ephesians chapter 6, then I come to the point and I honor the Father in heaven. Is it, is it working? Okay. Honor the Father in heaven. But I want to read Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1, 2, 3. Bible says that, I can't see the scripture. Or oh, it's mysterious. Okay. Let me use my Bible. Thank God we all must bring your Please also turn to your Bible. Ephesians chapter 6, I'm sure it will come. Verse 1. Bible says in Ephesians 6, 1, it says that children obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Number two, verse two. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with the promise. Then he tells you what honor does. Is that that it may be well with you and that thou mayest live long on the earth. <laughs> and you know, what my point here is that honoring is connected to, apart from your father and your mother, it is connected to life. Obia, Obia, it maintains that relationship the person has with you. So, here, in 1 Samuel chapter 2, which is the scripture for the first point, honoring your father, your father. 1 Samuel chapter 2 verse 30, Bible says that, Wherefore, the Lord God of Israel saith, I said indeed that thy house and the house of thy father should walk before me forever. But now the Lord saith, Be it far from me, for them that honor me, I will honor. And they that despise me, which is the opposite of honor, shall be lightly, he didn't say I shall lightly. If you honor, I will honor. If you don't honor or if you despise, Something will let you be lightly esteemed. Shall be lightly esteemed. Oh, Amen. 
I am, I am actually preaching from a book. Just mention some few things and then I'll be explaining and then showing you with windows that are not in the book. Okay? So some of the things I'll be reading from the book and some you would have to hear and then just flow. Here it says that honor is an important thing for every Christian to know about. Honor is very important in your relationship with God. So I'll give you points number one. I'm going to give you point number two too. God is the creator of heaven and earth and he expects to be honored. Uncle Mike, is it not so? Amen. If you honor him, he will honor you. Like I've read from the scripture. God does not take honor and dishonor lightly. I'm going to explain what it means to honor God. Dishonoring God is a dangerous thing. Shown you in Minakachi said, Dishonoring God is a dangerous thing. <laughs> Some people honor their relatives more than they honor God. This is what it means not to honor God. Some people, like Eli, honor their children more than they honor God. Some people honor their wives more than they honor God. God looks at the honor you give to others in relation to the honor you give to Him. He wants to be the most honored and most valued person in your life. If you honor and value anyone more than you honor and value Him, He will react to it. And He has been reacting to it. And you will not like the reaction. You can ask Eli the priest what happened to him when he honored his children and his family more than he honored God. As we celebrate Mother's Day, one of the questions we might ask ourselves, that's why Auntie Mami said it clearly, that you can even have a biological mother, but you must know how to place your honorings. Jesus' mother came, his brothers came, and they sent a message in Luke chapter 18 that, oh, your mother and your brothers are looking. I said, ah, <laughs> my mother and my brothers are those who obey the word of God. It is not just biological, it's not just blood, but those who honor God are elevated higher. So the first person that you must honor is God himself who created you and me. Can I have an amen? amen. Can I have a better amen? amen? Can I have your loudest amen? amen? Today, Christians are honoring family more than they honor God. What do they do? They do things to please wives and children more than to please God. Because of this, something like preaching, going into the mission field, mission field, and the harvest fields, lack certain quality laborers. Reverend Ahim, all the quality, educated, intelligent laborers work for the United Nations, work for the banks, work for the businesses, they work for the governments of this world. The work of God suffers and has many poorly educated people with low IQs. Oko Bible School are sometimes in the Bible School, our Bible School, Anakazo, Bible and Ministry Training Center, you see some of the most, with all due respect to my context, some of the most lowest IQ, IQ students. She said, Obia, one shada nyadi was school. Now, if you don't know, I miss you. Bible School and Kebabwa. So, university. It is like, and it pains God. On this Mother's Day, that's what we are asking. Are we really? And I, 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 you'll be shocked. Mothers, mothers, mothers. One of the things I'm praying that mothers should do, you must be very spiritual and godly. 
in first Samuel, I think first Samuel chapter three. First Samuel chapter three. I just want to read a scripture for you to see about something to do with Hannah. Okay, let's look at first Samuel chapter two, verse eighteen. First Samuel two eighteen. Hmm. Hey, my time is running. Oh, see, but Samuel ministered before the Lord, being a child, gathered with a leaning effort. Verse 19. And Bible says, look at it, verse 19. Or say, and moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought to him from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. That is a type of mother. A godly mother, a spiritual mother who would honor God above his children. Or say me ba edi kai me didn't call Bible school, me didn't even come out sofu. No sofu atitino. No sofu titina. Me janekeke. Me koswa shenyi idimo. So she will make a coat. She will spend. She would expend on his son, on his children. That is Anna. That is what a godly mother is supposed to do. A godly mother must honor God by spending more on your children when it comes to godly things rather than earthly things. How many of us, even at your age, as a a mother, would want your child to become a pastor? But you want your your child to become a banker? A what? A lawyer? A doctor, a pilot. I look at the entity. A pilot. What will you be? I'll be a pilot. Look at what we are. Shoemaker and all those things. Look at that. But that is what we want our children to become. We don't think first that I want my child to be a pastor. Mother's Day. This is what God wants me to tell you. Honor God far more than your children. And all such people who usually don't think like that, their children become just an ordinary child being. Even your vision and dream you have for your child has not come to pass. This church, God wants me. All my children, I have three children. I always tell them, go to school, but as part of what you are doing in school, you are all going to become pastors. So I even call them Lady Pastor Angela, Lady Pastor Nikki. Right from there, it's like it is in your blood. It is like the main thing, but just add this secular thing that will also whatever. Very important. Very, very important. It will, it will make you yes, celebrating Mother's Day at home for sure if you have brought your children that way. Otherwise, one day, your children will be hurt with you. said, what did my mother do for me? She did nothing. All she did was to take me to school. Or see... This is because men honor the United Nations, the banks, the businesses, the governments of our world more than they honor God. People are prepared to travel and sacrifice and even give up their home countries for the sake of the United Nations, the World Health Organization, the businesses, and the banks of the world. I know a country in West Africa, country, that has at least 5,000 of its young men in the British Army. These young men and their families, Maud, are happy to be sent to dangerous war zones like Afghanistan, Richie, Kosovo, Somalia, Yemen, etc. 
over the years, I have noticed how the citizens of this same West African country find it impossible to go on Christian missions, to plant churches in countries that are known to be much safer. Eli discovered the hard way that God will not stand to be honored less than his family. He experienced one of the... That is why most people are having family diseases because God is not happy with the family. Say the Lord. He experienced one of the most withering curses of all time for honoring his sons above God. This is why I'm writing this all-important book about honor. You will either be someone who honors God or someone who dishonors God. Which one will you choose? Number two. Honor Jesus. And it will give life to your relationship with him. Honor Jesus. And it will give life to your relationship with him. Matthew chapter 10, verse 40. Receiveth me, receive him, him that sent me. This is Jesus speaking. Angie, this is Jesus speaking. Can you read it again? Let's go, ready, go. He that receiveth you, receiveth me. And he that receiveth, receiveth him that sent me. Hey! Honoring Jesus is very important. Jesus is, you see, when you say receive, receive is part of honor. To honor somebody is to accept the persons who the person is. Is to acknowledge the person. So if you come to my house and I don't see you, is a type of not honoring you. You come and then I just, so Reverend, wow, so let's stand outside and let's talk. It's a type of dishonoring you. This I know, for the Bible tells you so. <laughs> yeah. So Jesus is saying, he that receiveth you, 
my servants, receiveth me. And he that receiveth me, receiveth him that sent me. Jesus is very concerned about how you treat him. And I'm going to break it down into three. If you honor Jesus, you will be blessed greatly. Amen. How do you honor Jesus Christ? The Bible teaches us how we can honor Jesus Christ. Number one, if you honor a man who is sent by Jesus, you are honoring Jesus. Reverend Richard, if you honor a man who is sent by Jesus, mommy, you are honoring Jesus. If you despise a man sent by Jesus, you are despising Jesus who sent him. (laughs) And this is common. Like since I came to this church, if you have not received me as your pastor, indirectly you are dishonoring Jesus. And one of the ways to know that you have received me is you acknowledge me. Mom, wait me with all due respect to Onye Yamema Bunfu. But wait me, I'm a memory. I be chiami. If you want me office, if you want me preaching here, few times I move around. Wait me, I'm bombarding all the ferry out to change. I be chiami. It's a type of honor. As against, oh, Bishop, you're busy. Oh, Bishop, Dad, the Bishop, you're busy. Dad, the Bishop, you're busy. You are, you are not, you are not really honoring the person that Jesus has sent to you. It's because of that and there are some blessings that does not come to you. It doesn't. In Luke ten sixteen, he that heareth you, now is not only just receive, but he that heareth you, heareth me. And he that despiseth you, despiseth me. And he that despiseth me, despiseth him that sent me. So now it's moved even to hearing. Mary, hearing. So he that hears you, so when I speak, when Bishop Dark speaks, and you hear him, Jesus said that you are hearing him. Hey! Number two, if you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. If you honor Christians, you are honoring Jesus. And you know, so they call Methodist, so so call Presbyo, so call Mozamo, so call Info, so your Christonia. Now the need is said in Fatamana. Jesus is say, who the need is more no Jesus. In Matthew twenty-five forty, Bible says, and the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, inasmuch as ye have done forty twenty-five four zero. Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me. You see, this was when Jesus was explaining about the, the sheep and the goats. Let's look at from verse 35. Let's go to t- verse 35. 35 was it, eh? 25, 35. For I was hungered, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Next verse. Naked and you clothed me. I was sick and you visited me. I was in prison and you came unto me. Verse 37. And he said that then shall the righteous answer him saying, Lord, when saw we thee hungered and fed thee or thirsty and gave thee drink? Next verse. 
when saw we thee a stranger and took thee in or naked and clothed thee? Verse 39. Or when saw we thee sick or in prison and came unto thee? And then Jesus is answering and saying that. Verse 40. And the king shall answer and say unto them, Verily I say unto you, Inasmuch as you have done it unto one of these, the least of these, my brethren, O Christoni, Biara Ubishano, Aben Adoya, Udinidias and Fatabamano, Christos Wayamano. I remember when I joined Lighthouse, I've stopped this, but I pray that God should forgive me. I used to always have extra money, apart from my offerings, that I would give to somebody that God would touch my heart to. Always. Always. I had extra money in my pocket. After my offerings, I was like, when we close, then I'll say, Lord, who should I? And then I just locate somebody and bless. I used to do that. And usually, the people I give to, they'll thank me that, ish, let me need you, let me need you, let me need let me need let me need But it looks like that thing has stopped in my life. And I wonder how many of us do that. How many of us just look at Christians and do good to them? As in, you are doing it good to Jesus because you are honoring Jesus. Church, this is what God expects of us. If you want to honor Jesus, he says that do good to your brothers and sisters. In church, the same church, other churches, let's do good. If you do that, say amen. Saul, in relation to this point, Saul was shocked to find out that this stunning reality on the road to Damascus was because he did not honor God's people by attacking God's people. Saul who became Paul. In Acts chapter 8, he went from house to house, attacking the brethren. And one day, in Acts chapter 8, Jesus, Jesus appeared on him. Bible says he was on the way on the road to Damascus. Damascus, I hear, means Damascus. 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 That is Damascus. This is what Rick Joyner said. He said, Jesus said, the road to Damascus was the road to where you are demasked. So everybody, when Jesus wants to visit you, he takes you on a road where you will be demasked. So he was on the road where he will be demasked with his friends. And then Jesus demasked him by blinding his eyes. Why? Because he was attacking brothers and sisters. He was attacking the church. And Jesus said, Saul! Saul, why thou persecutest me? Why? Why? Why are you saying things about my children? Why are you saying things about my brothers and sisters? Why are you saying things about my own? Look, when we start hurting each other in church, we are dishonoring Jesus. Why do you stand and then say bad things about your sister? Why do you stand and say bad things about your brother? But this is so common in church. These days, the church has become something else. We break each other. We hurt each other. We fight each other. You even have a situation where some people are taking Bishop Dad to court. But Bible doesn't teach us all this. Even if there's something, Paul said when there's an issue, let the elders sit down and talk at home. But what are we doing? Pastors are insulting. A few days ago, someone was saying that um, Prophet Odro, I don't even 
listen to your mind. But you know what I'm talking about. Prophet Tudru is a man of God, isn't it? In Ghana. And sometimes when he's preaching, you also fire some men of God. I mean, I said, oh, I mean, why don't we just maintain our course and everybody preach? Preach your preaching, let me preach my preaching. As against you, you are not a man of God. We are hating each other. What about if he's a man of God? But his doctrine has changed. That's one thing that David did not do. David, while saw. While Taki saw, even though Saul was making mistakes, even though even Saul wanted to kill David. But we're attacking because, or see, this is God's anointed. And I don't have to touch God's anointed. Because Jesus is concerned about his church. When we honor God's children by not attacking them, we are honoring Jesus. Obinka, amen. amen. Point number three. If you honor Jews, I'm talking about point number three and point number two. If you honor Jews, you are honoring Jesus. Whatever you do to the least of the brethren, you are doing it to Jesus himself. Israel, the Jews, are the brethren of Jesus. Remember that Jesus is the most famous Jew that ever lived. It is important to honor the nation of Israel. As we honor Jews, we are honoring the brethren of Jesus. That is why um, this president who just stepped off, American president, what is his name? Yeah. That's president. Though he may have had his issues, but a lot of believers believe that he is sent by God. Why? Let's not talk about all the other things that he was doing, but the fact that he will fight for Israel was the fact that he was fighting for Israel was a clear sign that he was honoring the Lord Jesus. Because anybody who fights against Israel, you are not on Jesus' side. So if you have another president who is interested in fighting Israel, then we have a problem. Dear Christopher, how does it matter to us? We must go on our knees and once a while in our prayer topics, pray for the nation Israel. Can I have an amen? Point number three, honor the Holy Spirit. Honor the Holy Spirit. So I'm talking about honor the Father honor Jesus and number three, honor the Holy Spirit and it will give you life in your relationship with him this is very important Hebrews chapter 10 verse 29 or see of how much sorrow punishment suppose ye shall he be thought worthy who hath trodden under the foot the son of God and hath counted the blood of the covenant wherewith he was sanctified and holy thing. And then you can say, when I know you Christ on your answer, what's as you swear? Obu onyankopo moja, oman idoba Jesus Christ oshegu o kavra so enimtia, anyankopo eniminya. Or say, and had done despite unto the spirit of grace. That means that when you don't value the blood of Jesus shed on Calvary, you have despised the Holy Spirit. Hey! That's why some people come to church when you are taking communion, they won't take. What they don't know is that they are despising the Holy Spirit. The word despite must mean 
dishonor. In this context, it means dishonoring the Holy Spirit. Trifling with the anointing and people that are anointed can be dangerous. When you dishonor the Holy Spirit, you are worthy of sore punishment. Punishment that is unbearable. You must learn to give the Holy Spirit his due honor. Those who do not respect the Holy Spirit live to regret it. The Holy Spirit requires great respect. Obinka, amen. struggles. It's one of my fights for myself and for the church that I will try as a pastor to be able to get this church to get to a point where we, we know the Holy Spirit well. The last time I think we had some prayer time or something, I tried to teach on how we must create his, that presence for him. And the Lord, the Holy Spirit visited us. We need the Holy Spirit to be revered. He is the one who makes things work. The Holy Spirit is described as a wind. He's described as a rain. He's described as fire. He's, he, he has all these abilities. It, he's the one who makes things work. So what about Bubekoya? It's one for India, Senefatamana. That's why Pastor Benihin wrote a book, Good Morning Holy Spirit. Everybody must get that copy of that book and read it. Good morning, Holy Spirit. What's sorry on The first thing is not your WhatsApp message. Look at your neighbor and tell your neighbor the bishop is talking to you. <laughs> He's talking to you. First thing. Let me check, let me check my WhatsApp. Instead of saying, good morning, Holy Spirit. Somebody say, good morning, Holy Spirit. When you do that, the Holy Spirit now feels respected. Never make the mistake of doing despite unto the Spirit of grace. Learn to honor the anointing. I'm closing. Learn to honor the Holy Spirit. Those who honor the Holy Spirit develop a deep relationship with the Holy Spirit. For example, King David honored the Holy Spirit many times, Uncle Mike, and in many ways, and in many ways. That is why he was so anointed, and that is why his kinship was so different from the others. Yeah, he... Okay. David, with God, said, God, I know I'm a bad boy, oh. David, I am a bad boy. I've done many things. I've killed people, I've killed people's, people's husbands, I have... Committed adultery. I've done bad things, I know. But please, don't take the Holy Spirit from me. Take not the Holy Spirit from me. Because, oh, you, I'm finished. I'm finished. I'm finished. And then he would worship. David gave life to his relationship with the Holy Spirit when he honored the presence of the Holy Spirit on Saul who was his enemy Saul was hunting for David's life Saul was trying to kill him but because of the Holy Spirit's anointing on Saul he would not fight back David would not attack anything that had been anointed he had great reverence for the anointing he would not separate the Holy Spirit from the anointing No wonder King David's relationship with the Holy Spirit flourished. Seven times David refused to attack someone who was anointed. Number one, he said in Psalm 105 verse 15, saying, touch not my anointed and do my prophets no harm. 
in first Samuel 24 verse 6, he said unto his men, the Lord forbid that I should do this thing unto my master, the Lord's anointed, to stretch forth my hand against him, seeing he is the anointed of the Lord, I will not do that. Psalm 24 verse 10, behold, this thine eyes have seen how the Lord had delivered thee today into my hand. He was speaking to Saul in the cave. And same bade me kill thee, but my eyes spared thee. And I said, I will not put my hand against my Lord, for he is the Lord's anointed. And this is how David was talking because he respected. He knew that Obi Ankunku won a subiano. And said, me didn't want grow. There's six sons of Bishop Dag who are trying to say things and then do a lot of things. I don't have to talk about it, but I'm addressing it in church. Because, you see, it's sad to get to a point where somebody who has made you become, because when you say a father or a mother, a mother is someone who has brought you into existence. It's you know, either physically brought you into existence or brought you... So, so only my diploma, no picture of diploma. Only your umami, in a sense. Because the Bible diploma. Only in attitude. That you do the yes car. Only in a sort of catches, hey, me, my minio. Then so could generally because, oh, sister, in my journey of life, I met her. Oh, you're some way, pa. In your journey of life, you met her. But, but, but that's, that's what happens. So, somebody who has brought you to assistance is your mother or your father. Now, when you, for whatever reason, you only need you to be now you're there. Now, could you be now you're turning, you're going to go to the jail. God says that you are dishonoring what made the person be a blessing to you, which is the Holy Spirit. That's why I pray for my brothers that they should change, they should repent. It's, you can be on a wrong course, but you can change. The prodigal son was on a road to destruction. But when he came to himself, he said, I must go back to my father and tell my father, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and I'm not worthy to be called my son. That's against being pompous and proud and say, I am still on this course. It will help you. And David said to Abishai, destroy him not, for who can stretch forth his hand against the Lord's anointed and be guiltless? First Samuel 26 verse 9. And so on and so forth. Let me go to point number 5. Point number 4. Honor your prophet. I'm talking about honoring. So the first one is honor your father in heaven. Honor Jesus. Number 3, honor the Holy Spirit. Number 4, honor your prophet. And it will give life to your relationship with your prophet. Whether you believe it or not, God has destined that everybody in the journey of your life would encounter a prophet for you. Sometimes they are prophets. Jesus said unto them in Mark chapter 6 verse 2, A prophet is not without honor, but is in his own country. Verse 4 and 5. Among his own king and in his own house. And he could there, and he could there, do no mighty works. And he could there do no mighty works. Save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Jesus was a prophet, but he grew up as a carpenter. And then one day he stood up and said, look, God has called me. Jesus, 
And Jesus' Bible says that he could there do no mighty work, save that he laid his hands upon a few sick folk and healed them. Why? Because he was not received. He was not honored. He was not respected. He was not seen as a prophet. Look, Bishop Dag is a doctor. He's the son of a rich man. I'm giving you some characteristics of Bishop Dag. He's educated. He's intelligent. He's fair. He's handsome. <laughs> He's a half caste. He's, he's an apostle. For some of us, we believe he's an apostle. He's a prophet. For some of us, we believe he's a prophet. He's an evangelist. For some of us, we believe he's an evangelist. He's a pastor. For some of us, we believe he's a pastor. He's a teacher. For some of us, we believe he's a teacher. He's a father. Some of us, we believe he's a father. But you see, depending on what you want to say, you can say that, oh, me, I know Bishop Dagger is a doctor. And that is it. And you experience the doctor blessing, but not the prophetic blessing. you know, but still, what year was that? Um, 19, I think 1996. I asked my mother to fast because my mother has been a Christian for a long time, but she did not believe in speaking in tongues. So I taught her about speaking in tongues and I asked her to fast. And in our room, I remember we were fasting. My, me and my mother. Eh? When my mother gave birth to me, she, she was 38. I asked her to kneel down. And she knelt down in front of me. I'm showing my mother, As I was praying, I was praying, and then the Holy Ghost took over. And my mother began to speak in tongues. My mother saw me as her son, but also saw me as a man of God. My mother said, Chris, go to the mission field. That's Bishop Dag is sending you. Chris, whatever you want to do, do it. She saw me as that. My brothers and sisters see me as that. They respect me. I'm the last, but they see me as their bishop. But they could have even said, hey, we are bishop or lighthouse. bishop, bishop in Maybe... They respect that, and because of that, there is a grace that works for them. By the grace of God, all my brothers are suffer. And my sister that I follow is also on a suffer. Through me, they all came to lighthouse. If you don't respect the anointing and your prophet that God sends to you, watch it. Because a prophet is sent to you to help you see how your life must go. Bishop Dag, and you know, and you know. Don't talk like that. 
Don't talk like that because you see, God has sent you a prophet and he expects you to enjoy and honor the prophet so that the blessing of the prophet will come to you. Don't talk like that. And how do we honor him? We honor him, we can't see him, but we honor him by letting him feel that these people think well about me. When these issues have been going on Facebook, but some people are communicating. Those of us who are communicating, we are honoring him because we are making him know that he has sons and daughters who are there. But some of you are quiet. I'm preaching. You're quiet. I, Reverend Lord, I didn't see your comment. Talk to me. You posted. I'll check. I'll check. It's not an examination, but I'm finding out. Did, you, did I see your comment? Reverend I, I didn't see your comment. If you say you honor the prophet, you will do that. You will, you will, you would say, ah, prophet, I am here for you. I am standing for you. I am there for you. That is it. When Jesus was put on the cross, it was those who honored him that came around. All those who were not honoring him, they just left him. They ran, some actually ran away. Hey. Hiding. Oh, they want to rush your Facebook cry. The birthday, but then I'll be here. The birthday is next week. Actually, this week. Friday. Me and Sean say, Mary, move your heart. Mod. You will say that, oh, eh, Bishop, these days, because of the COVID 19, life is not easy. Life is not easy, so. I think I can give 10 Ghana cities. Hey. The whole of Nyanya no Kakraba, Bishop including Bishop can't that as he during his birthday kekea. 10 Ghana cities. I brought me the 150 to shoe. What me the 150 year three me? What me the 150 check? Oh boy, which means the 150 child girl. Which different things we can use money to do. But thank God for Jesus, for the man of God. It's not honor. It's not honor. I say, okay, oh, the mom will tell me she, dear me, person we are, say, during my birthday, mom got three and mommy. I know so, oh, yeah. I say, okay, I probably want to three and cry, mommy, no. Some person will tell me, some will tell me, me, person, me supporting me, crusades, I'm here. By just ten Ghana cities a month, and also a only. Prophets that are honored do mighty works. I went to this whole week. I was not there. I went to Nyinem to preach for a convention, and right from day one, the the pastor honored me. I can't go into it. He honored me. Maybe I can just go into part of it. I, I mistakenly forgot my shoe. <laughs> I have packed everything and then left my shoe under my bed. So when I got that, the shoe I wanted to wear, so the, what I had could not be worn with a suit. And the man of God said, Oh, Bishop, let's go to this nice shop and get me, I'll get you a shoe. I mean, I, I was not expecting him because he doesn't have money. But he went with me and Pastor Richard and we went and went to a nice shop 
and got me a nice shoe. And after that, the things he was doing for us, what we say? Only but his amara forcing, amara forcing. Right from day one, the anointing of me just. So it's like I was just, I was just willing to. You do not give my all. That's how it is. When you honor, you you make the man of God want to give his all. When you also don't honor, he feels like mint snappy. So, hey, there have been many times that men of God come and said, "Let us pray." Last year, me invited Bishop Bequim by. The day he came, the first day. And I'm saying this for record. Me, it was my, my first time of inviting Bishop Bequim here. But when he came, I sensed that people were not dis- were, people were dishonoring him. Those who remember. Even by the dressing, by your dressing. And I'm saying this as on record. Never ever should a man of God of high rep- repute come to our church and you wear a casual dress. I don't, even your pastor, your bishop don't do that. So you don't have to. But that day, all the pastors were relaxed. Some of them were t-shirts, some of them were casual shirts. It was a message. And I said, ah. So I asked myself, what is going on here? Some of the pastors were standing at the back. So before I invited the Bishop the Queen, the Holy Ghost came on me. And I, 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 I asked my brother, my craziness came. And I said, all the pastors... And I said something, I said something, and I blasted all of them, and then corrected many things. And the moment I did that, Bishop McQueen told me, Bishop Chris, you have put order into the church. God bless you. God bless you. Before he came to stand here, and then he could pour himself, because he could not feel that the people were ready to. Obi seven years. You casually dress like that. That's why you are broke. That's why your life is like that. That's why your life is like that. Don't look at the mistakes of the man of God and then dishonor the man of God. Don't look at the, the, where the man of God comes from, his background, and dishonor the, your man of God. Mishandling your prophet can lead to barrenness and desolation in your life. Point number five, and I'm closing. Now, honor fathers and mothers, and it will give life to your relationship with fathers and mothers. This is my last point, because my time is up. Honor fathers and mothers. Ephesians chapter 6. There's one to three, which I've read already, but I'm reading it again. I want to shock somebody with something I'm, I'm, I, I just wanted to see. Ephesians chapter six, verse one to three. Ephesians chapter six, verse one to three. Bible says, Ephesians six, one. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. You see, so here, I don't want to emphasize on father now, today, but at this point, I want to honor, talk about the mother, because you see, I was shocked when Rejoiner says that he met Jesus. And Jesus said, 
And let me read it for you to hear. <laughs> I'm closing. Tell your neighbor, today's message has done something to me. Are you sure? I was even afraid. I say, no one can see me as I am. I'm ending with this. If they do not see the glory of spiritual motherhood as well as fatherhood. Because many honored only the fathers and not the mothers. This is Jesus speaking. They and their fruit did not remain long on the earth. You must honor the fathers. I hope you can see. You must honor the fathers and mothers to bring forth the sons and daughters. So when God says that honor your father and your mother, you may not know what to do. Not only honor father, honor mother too. Or say, no one can see me as I am who does not see the glory in the children. I have the wisdom of the ages and the wisdom of the new birth. It is the wisdom of the fathers and mothers, old and young, which the path of life follows. That is why today as we celebrate our mothers, even if your mother has offended you. Look, when you go through the Bible, I don't know whether I'll share that in second service. There are different types of mothers. There are mothers, according to the Bible, some of them were partisan or partial. When you look at some of Rebecca, Rebecca loved Jacob and did not like Esau. That one was there. There were mothers who were wicked. Some of them aborted their children. But there were also other type of mothers. The mothers who were godly. The mothers who were spiritual. The mothers who were God-fearing. The mothers who did quotes for their children. Like Hannah. Which type of mother doesn't matter. But Bible says that honor your father and your mother. And this day I pray that we will begin to look at the people who are mothers in our lives. And give them the due respect. Give them the well well attention that you have to give to them and be a blessing to them because as you do that Bible says that you and your seeds will remain long on this earth and God will bless you. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord grant you grace to do what you have heard in Jesus mighty name and somebody say Amen stand to your feet and clap for Jesus once again clap for Jesus clap for Jesus your clapping is not good enough you are clapping for Jesus, for the mothers that God has given us. Lift up your hands to the Lord. Father, we thank you this morning for sharing all these about honoring relationships with us. We pray that you grant us the grace to honor you, to honor our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ in the right way, to honor the Holy Spirit, to honor our prophets, and to honor our fathers and our mothers. Today we celebrate our mothers, spiritual mothers, biological mothers, mother-in-laws. Oh, how Opa and Ruth honored their mother-in-law Naomi. 
pray that people will begin to understand the blessing of honoring. For as we honor the mothers, Lord, we begin to see you. We begin to experience you. In the name of Jesus. Pray for yourself just for a minute. That God should deliver you from dishonoring. Some of us, we don't know, but we have been dishonoring mothers. And it is cutting your life short. It is making something bad come into your life. But we are praying that God will deliver us. When you see your mother, someone who is like a mother to you, someone who has brought you into existence, and you do not acknowledge the person, God says that you have dishonored him in the name of Jesus. I said, lift up your hand and pray just for some few seconds and say, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Ready? Buami. Buami, 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 buami. Jesus. Kadabaro do shekere bromosike taya. Bala dosa tonde broko sandiri mi kabri metoli mi kabalabaha. Shatandi base. In the name of Jesus. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this morning. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for all that you are doing in our church. Thank you for our mothers. I pray for all the mothers. Bless. Grant them grace to live long in Jesus' mighty name. Every eye closed. If you are here, somebody invited you to church. But deep down in your heart, you know you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, I want to be born again. I want to have a relationship with Jesus. That's the first step of honoring Jesus. Oh, Mr. Oh, Hannah, Pesor, do home, Yesu, Father Yesu, so we ride in no crying car. Need you, Messer, so we pay down, sir, and I'm in our bumpy. Father, I thank you for this church. Bless everyone that came to church this morning. In Jesus' mighty name. God, please say Amen. God bless you. Please take your seat. Communion, quickly. Let the rain of your presence. Fall on me Use your key Go your key F or C F is for me Which one is yours? D Okay, so go yours Flow Let the rain your presence fall on me Divine, Lord, divine, 
joy unspeakable overflow within my soul this heart of mine is refreshed and at rest in your presence in your presence let the rain let the rain let the rain of your presence fall on me Lift up your bread and see the body of Jesus. Please eat it by faith. As we add on this wine that is turning into blood, my prayer is that may healing take place in our body, in our soul, and in our spirit. Lift it up and see the blood of Jesus. And drink it by faith. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this act of faith, of taking the communion in remembrance of you and your son Jesus. As a church, we pray that you show us mercy. Heal us. Bring deliverance to our lives. Help us to love you the more. In Jesus' mighty name. And God's people say, Amen. Please take your seat. I believe you've been blessed for listening to this powerful message. For prayers and counseling, contact the following numbers. 0273-240-449-0540-774941. Stay blessed. Live like you